Hello. Welcome to the show. My name is Joe. I started thinking of starting a podcast like long ago. And, uh, you know, with all these conservatives now on YouTube, Spotify, you know, different platforms, you can hear the conservative voice on social media loudly right now. After Elon Musk bought Twitter, now we have the authority to tweet whatever we want, apparently, and uh, burn these leftists on Twitter, and don't let them have every social media platform for themselves. Now we have Twitter, we have YouTube, we have Spotify, we can talk. Now we have the right to talk, which is very good news. So now that we have the right, I'm gonna talk too. And uh, I have to state that. I am not a native English speaker, so if there's any issue, if there's any problem with my grammar, with my vocabulary or anything like that, please forgive me. I am not a native English speaker. But that doesn't mean that I don't care about my English-speaking country, the United States of America. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Go over everything that happens on our political sphere. Right, left, center, I don't care. We're going to burn everybody. We are here for truth. That's why Joe is right. Welcome to the show. Okay. Apparently, the draft of Supreme Court's decision overturning Roy v. Wade was leaked. You know what Roy... V. Wade is, I said Roy, it's Roe, yeah, Uh, it's a Supreme Court ruling about abortion, killing babies, let's say, murder, yeah, it's about that, it legalizes uh, people's uh, killing other people, if you may, and they say it's a constitutional right, like you have the right to kill your own baby. Whether it's like it should be inside the womb, but if we are going down that route, it's gonna get uglier than this. You have the right to kill your baby. Why? Because of the 14th Amendment, some take they had in 1973, and since then, 63 million babies got killed during this abortion, which is very ugly. Very ugly stuff. Like, The statistic about this is just wild. And um, now, apparently, Judge Samuel Alito did some stuff, like maybe its office just leaked the draft of the Supreme Court's decision. It's not final, they say. They say it's just a draft. Chief Justice says that. Uh, And now leftists are just melting. Like, they're all over the place. They're so upset. They're, um, I don't know, from the executive level to uh, lawmakers, all of them, they're pissed that the Supreme Court is going to just stop killing babies on a federal level. Like, Roy v. Wade is not about legalizing abortion. Like, if they overturn it, that doesn't mean that you don't have the right to abort your child, to kill your child. It's about 
removing it from the Constitution, actually. Like, they, they say it's a constitutional right of every woman to abort their pregnancy. But now they're going to take that out and make it a state issue, not a federal one. Now, listen to Kamala Harris' reaction to this event, and maybe we can talk about it a bit. Now, at this very moment, Roe v. Wade remains the law of the land. But let's talk about what a world without Roe looks like. Women in almost half the country could see their access to abortion severely limited. So they can just not kill their babies right off the bat. They cannot just stick a knife through the baby's head and kill it. That's what's going to happen. It's not going to be a constitutional right. You can do that in Texas, for example. In 13 of those states, women would lose access to abortion immediately and outright. This is a very good thing, apparently. Kamala Harris is actually, like, rooting for this. There are really good stuff happening, apparently, if we overturn Roe v. Wade. Those Republican leaders who are trying to weaponize the use of the law against women. It's not against women. It's against first-degree murder. It's against killing innocent children. That's what it's about. Well, we say, how dare they? How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? It's not only her body. Like, there's a baby inside her womb with its own individual body, own individual life. So it's not about women's right. Don't make it a men and women issue. And some people are making it even a racial issue. That's, it's about white people. Just come on. Black people are killing babies more than white people. So if there's anything, it's for the better African-American community of the United States. Now imagine, a baby in the move of its mother is alive, okay? This is a fact, because abortion is about killing that thing. So that thing inside the woman's womb is alive. That's why you're killing it, right? It does not have any legal competence, though, because it's not out there yet. It's not a United States citizen, for example. It doesn't have any legal competence, but it has rights. Not civil rights, though. No obligation towards the law and the state, but it has the right to live. Because it's now... An alive human. It's because in your womb, that doesn't mean that it's yours. That's your property, that you can abort it whenever you want. It's a living being. You understand that? So, imagine someone named John. John's wife is pregnant, and John gets hit by a truck and dies. John has no will. Now, how would the inheritance proceed? How would it go? Does that unborn baby inherit his father's hereditaments? Well, yes, because that's a baby that's soon going to be born. So it has some rights, the most important of them, the right to live. So we can agree that there are live human beings and killing a human being should be a crime. I'm not saying that, oh yeah, that's very good that they're going to overturn Roe v. Ro Wade. I'm not going to be happy about it. That's good. That's good. It's a big victory for Republicans, of course. But I'm not particularly happy about it. 
because there are going to be children dying in New York, in California, for example, in Massachusetts, those liberal states. They're going to keep their right of killing babies. And it's murder. It's not about what state you do it. It doesn't matter what country you do it in. It's still a crime. And it should be a crime if it's not. A very ugly thing. Very, very ugly thing. I don't know how people live with themselves when they make such decisions. Lawmakers of the Democratic Party are so upset with this. So upset that they're just going to kill every judge in the Supreme Court if they get their hands to Thankfully, they can't. President Biden, this retard, apparently made some points about this issue. I'm reading Fox News report on this. Just listen. Warning that MAGA crowd, this, you know, Trump supporters, apparently about 70 million people, 70 million Americans who voted for Trump, who are Republican, the most extreme political organization that's existed in recent American history. Really? Do you really think that? I don't think you think that because with BLM and Antifa, these terrorist groups, I think MAGA crowd are just really fine people, you know, decent ones. At least they don't terrorize people. They're not racist. Like BLM is the most racist organization on the planet. Because it's not about black lives. It's about wiping out white people. It's not about fighting for black lives and justice for black people. No, it's about wiping out white people and just destroying them. That's what they want. Like, they destroyed people's businesses during the riots. They didn't care whether you're black or white. They just destroy your business. They destroy everything. They steal from your shop. At least the MAGA crowd are not a bunch of vandalists who go out and riot and destroy people's businesses and take away their security. Like, you know, people's security was in danger. People's lives was in danger. This is what terrorism is. To terrorize people to get what you want. MAGA people are not about that at all. Like, it's not about what group you are in. It's about terrorism. Antifa and BLM are terrorist groups. They are not after any right they are after wiping out a race, a particular people, which is really ugly. Biden also says about this court ruling, I mean draft, it's not a ruling yet. This is about a lot more than abortion. Oh yeah, it's gonna be, I hope at least. But President Biden, what is it about? You tell us, what is it about? You can't even walk a stair and now you have the audacity to talk about children's life. Don't you see that? All these abortion arguments, they are just a bunch of bull crap. They have no value. They're stupid, all of them. They're illogical. They're illegal. It's a, it's a legal matter, you know. Listen what this retard says. Now, what happens if you have states changing the law, saying that, 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 yeah, three that's. Thank you for speaking like that, President Biden. Children who are LGBT, who can be in the classroom with their children, with other children, is that, is that, again, too, is that legit under the way that the decision is written? What does it have to do with LGBT? What are you talking about? You're the president of the United States. Inflation is skyrocketing. Now you're talking about LGBT children? Are you good? What's your problem, man? Have you been seeing some 
psychiatrist or something like that? I believe you should. No, not a psychologist. I mean, you must go see some kind of a brain doctor. Because that's the issue with your brain. We're talking about abortion. Now you say LGBT? What the fuck does that have to do with this one? This is our president, people. This is the goddamn president of the United States. You understand that? This retard is the president. And now we're saying, yes, yeah, 70% of people like Roe v. Wade. They don't like it overturned. Yeah, people are stupid. They shouldn't have the right to speak about that. Yeah, I said it. They shouldn't. These are the people who elected Biden. You get that? People even more retard than Biden himself. I never thought somebody like that would exist. But apparently we got more than 70 million people of them. This is not an issue of race. This is not an issue of LGBT, trans community, homosexuality. This is not about that. This is about morality. You're killing babies. Our religious values, all of them are against this. All of them. The Judeo-Christian culture has built upon these values. This is one of the most idiotic things you could have said. You could say, yeah, this is a bad thing that's going to happen. Yeah, you could say that. I wouldn't mock you for that. Because I know you're a Democrat. Of course, you're pro-abortion. You're pro-killing babies. But goddamn, Joe, what the fuck was that? Talk to your advisors. Maybe they tell you something better to say. If you can say it, of course. Alright, everyone. Welcome to section 2 of Joe's Right. And by the way, you can follow my account on Twitter, on Medium, on Blogger. You can find my articles there and my tweets. I tweet every day. It would be nice for you to follow that as well. Now we are going to elaborate on Trump's touts that all candidates he endorsed won in Ohio, Indiana. Predicts tremendous season for GOP. Okay, here's the deal. Trump's candidates, those who Trump endorsed, apparently won a lot of races in different states. And uh, he's very, you know, happy about this. He's looking forward to other races as well. He believes that Senate is going to be Republican very soon. They're going to win at fall. Former President Donald Trump touted victories for the nearly two dozen candidates he endorsed who won their primary races in Ohio and Indiana Tuesday night. Predicting the night was just the beginning of a tremendous season for the Republicans he support. Okay, so yeah, Trump's candidates won. Apparently, he says 22 and 0. Like, I won every race. That's what he says. He's very happy with the outcome. Like, he says, the 22 candidates in Ohio and Indiana whom Trump endorsed won their primaries Tuesday night, including J.D. Vance, the venture capitalist and best-selling author of Hillbilly Elegy. I haven't read the book. I don't know what it is. Vance secured Trump's endorsement in Ohio's crowded GOP Senate primary less than three weeks ago. He says, I think J.D. showed tremendous strength, Trump said. It was a great victory 
for everyone. But I am most happy for the Republican Party because we have great candidates. I think all of them will be winning in the fall. Well, this is very good news for GOP. We need Senate, of course, for not letting people like Ketanji Jackson get into the Supreme Court. Really a great win for both Trump and the GOP is getting ready for his presidency soon. And uh, he's looking at for Pennsylvania and Georgia. And the candidate in Pennsylvania is Dr. Mehmet Oz. Jesus. I mean, out of all these people, you could endorse Mehmet Oz? Why? There were tons of people you could endorse, Trump. Do you know who he is? First of all, a TV physician. Like, fine, you you are a TV personality yourself. You know, kind of a crazy one. I like you, President Trump, but come on, Mehmed Oz. Dr. Oz is pro-abortion. Dr. Oz is pro-trans. He doesn't know anything about politics. What do you expect? Why did you endorse this guy? He doesn't have anything to say. Like, you know, at some, you know, if you look at it in a, in a different perspective, yeah, everything you tell him, he would do. He would be a puppet to you and all these stuff. But come on, he doesn't know anything. He says, the Oz race is going to be interesting. I think Oz is going to do very well. I don't think so. Like, yeah, he might win, but not in the Senate. Is not going to be a very good choice for the Senate. There were other candidates you could endorse. I don't know, sometimes... Sometimes he... He confuses us. And, uh... Dr. Oz... I don't know, man. This guy has nothing to offer to the GOP. As I said, pro-abortion. We don't want a pro-abortion Republican in the Senate. We don't want any pro-abortion Republicans. We don't want a pro-trans Republican in the Senate. We are fighting a war. Do you understand that? A war. An all-out war against wokeism. Against these leftists who have been putting our country in jeopardy for decades. And now you support Mehmet Oz. What is going on in this country? Like, okay, very well. You're winning your races. That's good for GOP, for you. That's great. We want a Republican president in 2024. We really do. We don't want Joe Biden in the office anymore. We can't have Joe Biden in the office. Look at what he's done. All the things happening in Afghanistan. Now we have Taliban in Afghanistan. This is because of Joe Biden's stupid policies. We have the war between Russia and Ukraine, which could be avoided, but because of the tremendous amount of stupidity that's clouding over the White House, it doesn't happen. If Trump was in the office, I believe it wouldn't have happened. Many people are dying because of the actions of our president. You know what? I believe this is not the actions of the president. Because our president does not have enough cognitive ability to make these decisions. He can't even talk. He can't walk properly. His cognitive ability is really a matter of question. But those around him are smart enough to do all these horrible things 
If we had Trump in the office, that wouldn't have happened. If we had a Republican Senate, Ketanji Jackson wouldn't be the new judge in the Supreme Court. The woman who cannot actually say and define a woman. What is a woman? Matt Walsh is working on a documentary about the same topic. Uh, you know, the world is getting crazier and crazier and crazier. We cannot define a woman anymore. We cannot say what is a man or what is a woman. Because now we have two definitions. A biological one and a psychological one. Gender is a state of mind. Gender is what you feel inside. No, it's not like that. It's a binary system. We have two genders, man and woman. And now we are even confused about this. Philosophers used to think about much more important stuff. They wouldn't ask this question like, what is a woman? It never was a matter of question. Never. In the history of mankind. Now we have biological definitions. If you find the skull of a human, you can say whether it was a man or a woman. You can't say, yeah, this man that we found its skull identifies as a woman. Used to identify as a woman. No, you don't do that. Everything is getting crazier. And with Mehmetaz in Senate, if he gets in, it's going to be even more crazy. What is going on? We expected Trump to be smart about this. Mehmetaz is not a conservative guy. He could be a very good puppet, though. I agree with you, but you don't want puppets in Senate. Although, you know, Senate doesn't do anything, but you don't want puppets. You want actually smart people who have the same values as the other members of the GOP. So Mehmetaz in the Senate, stupid decision. And in a, in a very important state like Pennsylvania, but other races are going good. You know, I, I agree with other candidates that Trump is endorsing. If they win, if we win the Senate, that will be an amazing thing. That will be great. But what we have to focus on, really, is who we want for president. Is it going to be Trump or DeSantis? DeSantis is actually using its executive power to... Make things better. Make a change. Not like other governors out there who just lie back on their butts and do nothing. You have executive power. You can make a change. You can make a difference. But you don't. But DeSantis does. And DeSantis is a very charming guy. Media likes him. And he's been beating the shit out of these leftists. But not Trump. Trump also is a very prominent person. You know, he was the president of the United States. Very good option. But he's kind of, you know, sometimes he, he does stuff that really makes us think. The issue with Mehmet Oz is one of them. I wish Trump could undo that. But, you know, this is too early to talk about the presidential election, you know. The battle between DeSantis and Trump. I don't think there's a battle actually going on. I believe we are all in the same page. We know what we want. We know that just abolish and destroy these wokeists, these woke crowd. But I'm not really a fan of Mehmetaz. And I believe this is all we have for our first episode. 
I hope you guys liked it. Don't forget to like the video, share it with your friends, subscribe to the channel. We need it right now. It's a battle. We need conservative media to grow and we need your help for it. If you have any criticism, tell us in the comment section. We read every comment. Don't forget to follow my Twitter account and read my articles on Medium and Blogger. It's Yona and thank you for listening to our podcast. Goodbye.